Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. How you feeling, AB? Three-hour episode? A lot of stuff going on, Rim. A lot of... It was a long night. Long night um, for me. Long night. <laughs> you had caucus stuff going on. I had the... Just chaos. Had to watch that. Then uh, three hours... I didn't know it was three hours. That hit me... Like a ton like of bricks. A, like a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> when I turned this on, it was three hours. That was uh, truly devastating. But here I am. Having said that... I thought it was a great. I'm the, glad three it hours was three hours. By. The three hours flew by. <laughs> I'm glad it was that. three hours. I'm, I'm, now that I've watched it, I'm not mad. Um, before we get started, quick uh, moment of silence for Grocer Joe and Kendall. I will remember you. Listen, if they can't make it. You really okay. start, it shakes your faith. It's one of those couples, if, like you said, if they can't make it, who can in this world? Yeah. Yeah. It makes you question, and, and we're not just talking about Bachelor, I'm talking about all couples. If yeah. they can't make it, <laughs> like, is love really a thing? <laughs> um, so we'll see uh, if we see, uh, you know, Silver Lining, we'll probably see more of Grocer Joe. Like, Grocer Joe in Paradise would be a blessing. Um beyond comprehension i'm just wondering why they couldn't have broke up before this season the timing isn't great for me i am very confused what do you mean i would have it's loved funny. them to break well, your up. comment is hilarious i just want you i didn't laugh that was very funny <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you what i mean rem if they break up in the summer we got tons of grocery joe for bachelor talk he's the bachelor right now we're riding I mean, high on the, the greatest season the of the bachelor of all time <laughs> He's literally so the bachelor. the timing of this breakup, I don't love for me. It's inconvenient. <laughs> it's very inconvenient. We're sitting here with Peter now. Listen, Peter has his good qualities, and I will I will regale them throughout this recap. Let's get to the episode, because it's three hours long, and I don't partic- I want to go long, but not that long. We left off at the Cleveland cocktail party after Peter gave Alea a group date rose. Okay, so keep that in mind. This seems like... Years ago. This seems like a whole lifetime ago. I don't Cleveland know what you're talking party. about, and I don't know what my <laughs> notes are talking about. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll recap it then. People are openly talking about Alea's nefarious intentions while she's sitting with them, I believe. 
That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. The consensus is she's not there for Peter, but rather for the TV show and everything that comes with that, which really is appalling. Um, that was sarcastic. <laughs> not long after she got that rose from Peter, some might say the funniest rose in the history of the show. I would. Yeah. But now there's a new contender for that after last night. She started talking about kind of the outside info, what's going on, Victoria F. and Chase Rice connection. She gives everybody, she tells everybody what they've been missing on the internet. So she's already starting stuff quickly after getting this rose. Mm-hmm. So Peter pulls Alea aside. Everyone's steaming mad because it's like, here we go. More time with Alea. Furious. Everyone's mad. Peter's sad. Uh, nothing's going good. Double hand hand rub. And by that, I mean he takes her left hand. I piqued your interest with that. <laughs> My eyebrows went straight up. <laughs> they're, sitting, they're sitting on a couch. Side sit, as Larry David might say. They're sitting on a couch. He takes her left hand with both his hands, like this AB, and his both, too, and rubs his thumbs on top of her hand. That's a bad news move. That's a... Okay, so you're saying he has relative one of, just died. Did move. she have both yeah. of his hands? Did he have both of her hands in one hand or one hand nope. rubbing? Okay, so both it was of a his double hands, hand hand rub. Yeah, du- double hand, two hand, his two hands rubbing her, her one hand. hand. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, that's a yeah, bad. That's news. to indicate that's bad, bad news. news is coming. Okay, <laughs> that's a bad he news says, hand I rub. Don't, it's a bad news hand rub. He goes, all right. This is basically saying, like, you're going to want to sit down for this. He cradled her hand, her one yeah. hand, in his two hands. Whatever you do, don't let go here. He says, I don't care what anyone says, which is a silly thing to say. <laughs> it's just a silly thing to say. I don't care what anyone says. I know you have an amazing heart. Peter is big on just discounting the opinions of people he trusts. Do you have a take on that, A.B.? <laughs> Don't he's care also, what those people say. He's also big on making like huge proclamations about people and and their you know them as peep as people. She's a, she has a big heart. He doesn't even know her. He says yep. stuff like this all the time about people he rare he doesn't even know. And he doesn't know a lot of them because he's spending so much time doing double hand hand rubs. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. So the logic here is, I don't want to have to put you. Alea, through any more of this, it's time to say goodbye. Alea has a rose. Keep in mind, she already has a rose, so she's the one. She's one of the few people in this cocktail hour who went in here thinking I'm safe. I'm good, <laughs> and he sends her home. <laughs> what did you make of that decision, AB? I wasn't surprised, Rim. Hmm. I told you last week when you had her in your top four, it was a mistake. And I thought she was going home. I just didn't see how the season could continue. <laughs> it was either the season's over or Alea's got to go home. So he chose Alea going home. He had to do it. There's too many, there's too much bad feelings in the other room with the girls. There's, they just yeah. could, it couldn't move up past that if she's going to stay. It just really couldn't. It was for house morale more yes, than anything else. Exactly. I mean, he, he likes her enough to ignore the opinions of everyone else he's kept around and cares enough that he doesn't want to see her go through that anymore, but he doesn't like her enough to no. keep her around at the expense of the masses. Did I get that right? Does that, that yeah, sounds right. It was a fork in the road. He had to go one way with Alea or the other 15 <laughs> girls that are there. It's, you couldn't, couldn't have both. Send Alea home, continue as normal, keep Alea, 
and you have to wear a helmet on group dates <laughs> with a mask, like a hockey mask. Um, it, quick note, we spent a lot of time at, talking last episode about Victoria P mischaracterizing her relationship with Alea, getting caught in a lie. I think it's important. We didn't talk about this much. It's important to remember why Peter asked Alea back. It was because of that mm-hmm. the Victoria P thing and not because Alea didn't say what Victoria P claimed she said regarding keeping their friendship a secret from producers that to our knowledge that occurred that's a good that has point. not been disproven good point which i think was the most which was slimy which is the slimiest statement here right yeah she kind of okay. she kind of topsy-turvied that motherfucker rim yeah <laughs> she really did <laughs> she flipped effectively. it effectively and made it so victoria p was the bad guy and got away with because she lied originally and we all for and i'm glad you brought that up because i completely forgot about that lie <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about it last week at no, all. Didn't talk the about world it. forgot. I forgot <laughs> that about that lie. Said that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, at the goodbye Uber, Peter says he was just trying to follow his heart, and Alea, Alea kind of made it seem like she didn't <laughs> want to be in the Ubers. house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> These are not it's funny. Ubers. It's funny. That's I just can't funny. get that image last week of, out of my head where they're like, you know, they're like, going like this, waiting for their Uber. Come yeah, they're, they're a, a little you know, cold. I mean. Yeah. Alea made it seem like she didn't want to be there anymore like she couldn't do it anymore anyway i didn't buy that no 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 yeah yeah Yeah. come on and to the camera peter's like okay i bet everybody thinks i'm the bad bachelor uh can't really blame him (laughs) (laughs) anyway he kind of waits outside after it's done the car pulls off and peter's just sitting there that's how he wasn't thinking about a leia or that decision He, he just didn't want to go in that room exactly he did not. He was like, you know, I would rather not talk to anyone <laughs> yeah. than give more people a fair shot here. I'm just going to chill out here and hope they forget that I'm here. Hope some people leave. Um, back into the lion's den after the commercial break. He's really kind of not making any bones about it. He's broken up about having to send a Leia home, the love of his life. And, the, you know, when you write this down, when you say it out loud, the reason he sent her home, of course is that most of the people in this room were being mean to her. Mm-hmm. So you guys were being so mean to Alea, I had to send her home, and now I'm here with you? Very, it's just weird. And I'm broken up about it. <laughs> yeah, and just so you know, this is really hard for me <laughs> that I had to send her home again. Again! Anyway, Natasha one-on-one time. He pulled Natasha aside, presumably out of guilt. It's possible he's terrified of natasha she's the one of the few that will roast him in a group setting well she just she was the one who ripped him a new one so i i think it was mm. a good choice on his part to pull her aside he says kind of surprised you haven't left yet i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry please don't be mad i think that's a direct quote what did you make of this one on one time he was profuse and his was, apology hey, hey i was surprised too it's a good apology <laughs> though this is the start of the apology tour from Peter, just going around apologizing to all the girls he's wronged, and it's been almost all of them. He was basically like a mall Santa Claus, but for adult <laughs> women who up. are furious yeah. with him. <laughs> Next, all right. Have a seat okay, on sorry, my sorry, lap. sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't be mad. Next, uh, Tammy's next. They haven't talked in a long time. Peter reassures her that he, you know, I see you. He's probably mm-hmm. lying. That's Victoria good, yeah. P. One on one time. <laughs> Uh, he said, I'm sorry it came off like I was not trusting you. Well, it came off that way because it was that it way. It was. <laughs> you didn't believe that's, her. That it was that's, what, that's what it was. Yeah. 
Uh, Deandra one-on-one time says she's wifey material. Kelsey one-on-one time, nothing. What do you make of Hannah's one-on-one time? Anything there? No. Okay. I I botched this. I botched this setup. But they take a selfie with a digital camera. And I was going to go into a whole bit about what digital cameras are, explaining to our apparently extremely young (laughs) audience (laughs) that digital cameras are these things. But it's too late now. I botched the setup. You botched it, yeah. Leave it in the past. When I was writing, I was laughing, thinking about how much you were going to be laughing. It's a funny bit. It really is a funny bit, but I can't do it. <laughs> Two old guys it. talking about it's The a, Bachelor. Yep. It's a funny bit. It's gone now. McKenna had a little one-on-one time. Um, Lacey and Peter. Lexi? Make out in the car. She, Lexi, excuse me. Yeah. They make out in the car, or a car similar to the one she drove up on the first night. My I sleeper. Thought, okay, that's a good sign. Yeah. Big sleeper. I thought, sleeper I thought coming that was a good in, sign. Coming in fast. I did too. No drama. Something's there. Anything else uh, with this cocktail party? Rapid nope. fire. No, get through it. We got three hours to go here, Rim. Uh, just one note that Tammy threatened arson on a historically significant building. <laughs> I forgot what this building was, but I know it has value to the city of Cleveland, and she threatened to burn it down. <laughs> just want to <laughs> make note of that. Rose Ceremony. Somehow he thinks this night renewed his sense of hope that his wife is standing in front of him. I got to be honest, A.B., when he said that, I don't even think he believed it. No, that's what I was going to say. I think he's trying to talk himself into believing this process is going to work for him. Uh, I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he's ready. It was a theme throughout the night. This is works. This works. This works. I know this is going to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, I don't know. It seems to not be working at, on any <laughs> level, anywhere you turn. I feel bad. I We usually roast the lead starting like week, like hometowns week, maybe after. He just gives us too much to material here. Maybe he can turn around, you know. I'm just saying what I see liner. with my eyes here, Rim. I'm seeing a situation. It's a bad it's situation and it's, it's self-created. It's <laughs> Peter created this situation. We, um, the mailbag question was something to the effect of, are you enjoying this season? What do you think of Peter? So we'll get to that later on. We, anyway, rose ceremony already have roses. Victoria F one-on-one Kelsey one-on-one. Um, Alea still has her rose wherever she is. Not at the rose ceremony. She got it on the group date. People forget Peter gave Alea a group date rose (laughs) on a group date. She wasn't on and then sent her home before the rose ceremony. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. Okay, Rose Order. Madison, Sydney, Natasha, Lexi, mm. Hannah Ann, Sheanne, McKenna, Victoria P., Kelly, Tammy. No Roses, Savannah, Deandra, Kiera. Rough start to Black History Month. AB, anything surprising <laughs> about this rose ceremony? No, I didn't know. I knew Deandra because she was. Uh, lethal receiver and she did make a scene (laughs) but she was a great she was a great receiver big big receiver target uh run after the catch receiver yeah possession receiver she had are you confusing her you're not confusing her with sheanne are you no sheanne was the sheanne was the running running back back. she's the barry sanders out there Uh, okay deandra was the receiver uh that was the second best player in the game 
So I knew her. Verticality. Takes the top off the defense. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the other two, I did, had no clue what their names were. I've seen them before, but I did not know either of their names. So not surprised there. Not a lot of screen time whatsoever. Um, no. I believe I named Savannah my last sleeper. So that's two sleepers. Yeah, we'll see who runs next sleeper. Is <laughs> Who's the week? kiss of death? <laughs> Um, you know, Deandra was really surprised that she was let go, um, like genuinely upset. Kira, on the other hand, was like, okay, obviously, I get it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, Deandra was laid it on the field. You got to remember, the last thing they did was that football date, and she was the second best player out there. Uh, so I'd be surprised too. Peter then announces they're going to Costa Rica. Listen, awesome setting, awesome scenery. Peter's driving a Jeep. You got waterfalls, volcanoes, just Jurassic Park vibes. Yeah, you got to feel for the three girls that left room. They got to go to Cleveland. They missed the this is the spot. This is the the sweet spot. Once you get past that, you're going you're jet setting all all over the world. You're seeing stuff you've never seen before. These girls went to the Bachelor Mansion and then to Cleveland and just missed getting to see some cool stuff when you get on this show this is the goal this is the goal this, this is week, where you want to make you want to make it yeah. past that week where the, you go to a shitty u.s spot which has become the norm now you go to a u.s spot <laughs> and then you go international you gotta make it international it's like a basketball team who snuck into the tournament or maybe is solidly in the tournament, but not real contender. You're just trying to make it to the Sweet 16. Once you're there, it's like we're partying. It's all we good. Get, you know, the week <laughs> off. It's all good. We're going to a cool site. Anyway, uh, Peter flies in on a chopper, rolls up with a big bandage on his head, okay? And he starts off with a story about coming to Fist of Cups with a Puma, which I didn't believe for one second. <laughs> of course not. Really? He just bashed his head on the roof of a golf cart. Uh, what did you make this and scale one to 10? How funny was the footage? The footage was a 10 in terms of comedy <laughs> scale. I've never seen anything. He some, uh, for some reason he smashes his head and then his first move is to smash a glass into his head. I don't even understand how it happened, but I was laughing. It was great. I didn't think they were going to have footage because they showed like the reenactment footage. Yeah before but then they spliced in the real camera or the security footage and it was great it was like i didn't believe so smooth it was like mankind he was like it's like he meant to do it i don't i don't understand how it happened but i did love it uh of course i didn't believe the puma story though puma will rip your head off rim yeah he would have died in a second he would have died (laughs) in his defense hitting your head on something in plain sight embarrassing of course but i've seen a lot of golf carts in my day so many with the seats facing back backwards, so they're not meant for golf clubs. They're meant for people. Mm-hmm. It is not normal for the roof to protrude, overhang over those seats. I've never seen that in my life ever. Really? So the the back seats that are facing backwards are a little higher than the regular seats in the actual golf cart, and then the roof protrudes over it, complete overhang, and probably dips a little bit. So, I mean, that's I, I'm not shocked by that. Now. To be holding a, your glass next to your head why is just he not advisable Why did he anyway? have a glass? <laughs> why did he have a glass I can't explain in that. his hand? Listen, nobody I trust more with golf, court, golf cart information than Rim. So I trust everything you. you just that said there. That means a lot. Uh, 
it gives Peter a little credibility there. Uh, thank you for providing that information. The glass still, I cannot. The glass is unexplainable. <laughs> Why would you hop on the back of a golf cart with a real glass? Keep it below, you know, Keep it armpit. down. You keep, keep it down. Well, actually, and keep it away from your armpit. You don't want to slice an artery no. either. Just keep it safe distance from your heart and head. I would have hit my head on the thing. I know I would have hit my head on the thing. No chance I would have. We aren't experts on a lot of things. In fact, we act like we're experts on a lot of things that we know nothing about. But Rim is actually a golf cart expert. It's a fact. This is an absolute fact. (laughs) This is an absolute fact. fact. This is not a joke. This is an absolute fact. (laughs) It's an absolute fact. I've never been more confident. Now, of course, someones I'm going to wake up to 10 yeah. messages tomorrow morning with a pay. Hey, this is the golf cart of my country club. Listen, I don't care. It's not common. <laughs> it's not common. <laughs> anyway, Sydney one-on-one date, daytime. They take off on that helicopter, fly around a volcano. Incredible. Incredible. They're seeing waterfalls. It's beautiful, oh. Rim. The scenery. Incredible. Meanwhile, Kelsey is crying because she's worried Peter will forget about her despite their very recent one-on-one date. They just had one. Stay woke. She's probably crying because her one-on-one date stunk to high heaven <laughs> compared to what is going on before her eyes as she sees the helicopter glide away. That's fair. <laughs> Back at the house. Kelsey and Hannah Ann? Talking yeah. it out? We did a whole... Like two weeks on these two. Yeah, it's it's really it's over. It's over. No big deal. Champagne gate was overblown. Kelsey's talking about how hard it is to see Peter spending time with someone else. Classic storyline. But do you think it's a little early, AB? Yes. You've only had one one on one date. Not a lot of other time. We're, what what week are we in? Three, four? What are we in here? Five. Five? We're halfway through week five because this is a double week. <laughs> it's a little early, but I think it's fair. I'm okay with it. Uh, the, some people, mm. It's what makes the show great. You know, yeah. you put all these people together, you start getting feelings, and then they have to watch while the person you're falling for goes out with other people. That's what makes, that's one of the big components to this show. So it's no surprise there. Someone's going to always do it, and it's going to be around this point. I just, maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like this usually occurs later when the only remaining people have been on one-on-one dates or gotten group day roses. There's still people who haven't you know, haven't talked yeah. to him, you yeah. know? So it's like, I'm with you. Save it till later. Back on the date, Peter and Sydney uh, drinking champagne on a hillside. Peter says Sydney is, quote, the most mysterious person in the house and that such a trait is sexy. Okay. Like Mystery, the pickup artist. Sexy guy. Name's Mystery. Makes sense. Remember what I'm talking about? Pickup artist VH1? <laughs> yeah, I know Mystery. You know, the guy with the hat? Yes, His name I is know, Mystery. One of the great names. One of the great names mystery. of all time yes. is Mystery. Yes, I know Mystery. I'm very familiar with VH1 reality television <laughs> yeah, from from 2000s. <laughs> His name is Miss. If we're doing a if we're doing a nickname power rankings that you give yourself, mystery is number two. What's number one? The situation is number one. <laughs> yeah, situation. The situation, it's gotta is be. number one. Situation is number one. That's a fact. His name is. I should have guessed that. Yep. Okay. Anyway, 
I could go on about mystery, but uh, Peter eventually asks her what her background is, which she has stated explicitly before. Borderline showed him her 23 and me, and he doesn't seem to remember any of this. <laughs> what did you make of their conversation, AB? I thought it, there was something a little strange in here, Rim. Peter says she's been his rock through this, through the the troubling last couple weeks that he's had. I I thought she was a part of the problem for him. I think he just says stuff. Um, <laughs> you'd think that maybe Alea, he seems to believe Alea above all others. So somehow maybe she would have been. I didn't really more think he a had rock. a rock. I, I thought it was everyone versus no. Peter, including Sydney. That's actually a good way to put it. This is a bachelor with no rock. He has no rock. And he needs a rock. Yeah. What did you make of Peter telling her you're the best kisser? Uh, come on now, Peter. <laughs> come on now. Wow, I forgot about that part here. Uh, you can't say that. Peter doesn't think before he talks. What if that gets out, Peter? And had that been me? If I'm Sydney? That's the first thing I'm telling I'm everyone. Telling. I'm telling people <laughs> yeah, when I get home. Yeah, yeah. Guess what yeah. Peter told me? Y'all are some sorry-ass kissers. And I'm the, I'm the queen. Work on it, honey. <laughs> yeah, work on it. Then you have everyone thinking when they're kissing him the rest of the series. That's a, yeah. That, that's something you, you have use. to tell him. That's, and he's got to know that. <laughs> that's just not something you should say to anyone. Well, he quickly tried to paint over his mistake and go, "Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody I said that." There are other possible outcomes here besides that. How will Sydney react if he sends her home relatively soon? Like, Peter, I thought we had something. Are you I saying I'm you, the best kisser and you're picking 10 other people ahead Best of me? kisser here. I should be safe for a while, right? What about the person he picked watching this? You're watching arm around, you know what I mean? Watching Maybe this, it's you know, oh, she's, she's a better kisser than me? Okay, interesting. That's just going to hang over your relationship for another three bit, months before you just, break up. He always stuffs his foot in his mouth for no reason. Mm -hmm. He didn't need to say any of this. He never no, has to say what he says. Sure, sure. Yeah. You get away with that. Sure. Best? No, you can't say that. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Grim, I'll again, say it. I just keep, I burst out la laughing again. What are you going to say? I think his his injury is grotesque <laughs> throughout the whole episode. The bandages are like bloody. They're disgusting. What made it worse was that they tried to make it look natural. They tried to make it look natural and it looked disgusting. Just put a huge white. It should have been a white thing. Yeah. Piece of tape or whatever to keep the Band-Aid on. Disgusting, Pete. It, it, looked it terrible. looked like a growth. Yeah, it was not. It looked terrible. I mean, I get it. They're no, they know it's going to be screenshotted and whatever. And he's, you know, you can't have the bachelor having serious conversation. You know, they always make him. Ha they always had him sit on the viewer's right so side, so you can't see could, it. Yeah, so you can't see it. But I think there was a little too much kind of uh, drama department makeup going on there. Yeah. Just put a white thing on it. We all know it's there. Look terrible. Said we're looking at it like, Ugh, is, that, <laughs> is that puffing? Is that, is that oozing? Is that pus? <laughs> yeah. <ugh. laughs> That's the whole. Th I couldn't get over it. Speaking of the stitches, they knocked heads. Yeah. Um, that hurt. They start making out again. Overall, good, not great conversation. I mean, they did. We didn't mention it, but they talked to the. They talked about their her background and connected a little bit on both being of recent mixed ancestry, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was fine. What'd you make of it? Are we going to the nighttime? No. First, we're going. I, I'm asking you what you thought of this portion of the date. Okay. And then we're and then we're going back at the house and then we're gonna talk for two and a half more hours about this episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I thought Sydney got a really good date. This the sights 
that she got to experience were once in a lifetime. So she's lucky. Back at the house, group date card, Sheehan, Kelsey, Victoria F., Madison, Natasha, Victoria P., Lexi, Hannah, and Tammy McKenna. Heavy hitters. Everyone. Well, it's everyone but Kelly, right? Every single person? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, Every single. But that's a, it's high quality. It's high the quality. heavy hitters. Yeah, you're right. Everyone but Kelly. Kelly seems a little lukewarm about getting this one-on-one date. <laughs> Doesn't seem to care. She is almost indifferent and also straight up says, I don't have a sob story. So she's worried that the one-on-one's not going to go well because she doesn't have a sub. This is out of nowhere. Kelly kind of started talking like she wasn't on the show and like she was a viewer of the show <laughs> and kind of started roasting the concept of the show. And I was like, you're on thin ice here, Kel. Uh, I already told you I don't like Kelly. And this is part of the reason she acts like she's above this show. You're on the show currently. Please don't. <laughs> don't look down it, on it, us. I came around on her. Yeah, uh, I did feel personally offended. Yeah. Um, I came around on her later sydney one-on-one date nighttime did i stay tuned stay tuned power rankings speaking of sob stories sydney's parents divorced when she was four mom raised her alone it's two one-on-one dates where we're talking about single parentage in a row financial struggles bad no relationship with her dad yep she says, being a mixed grace girl growing up in Alabama, she, quote, had a target on her back. Says she didn't go to senior prom, didn't go to homecoming, ate lunch in a bathroom stall, literally her whole senior year. A.B., what'd you make of this conversation? It's It was tough to hear, Rim. Uh, I'm sure it is tough to grow up in the deep south, being a mixed race girl. You probably don't fit in with the black girls or the white girls. I'm sure it's tough for her. Now. Oh. Did you see did you see some online stuff about this uh, room? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I want to talk about it later. Okay. That's why I didn't respond with it. I mean, obviously you're the person of us two to speak to this topic, so I will just <laughs> sit this one out. I was watching and I was like, you know, yeah, damn, makes sense. Yeah. And I mean it made sense in the moment, and then I saw some stuff online. Uh, we'll touch on that later. Could, yeah. I'm sure it was tough. I don't think I'll leave it at that. I'm sure it was tough. Didn't fit in with anyone at her school. I can believe that. Peter's impressed by her strength. They make out. He gives her a rose. This is her third date rose, AB. Three date roses. No appearance in our power rankings. Stay tuned. Stay they said, tuned. I didn't. I forgot about this. They said she said they called her Oreo girl. I hadn't heard that for a mixed Not, race person. I've never been called that myself as a mixed race person. <laughs> uh, just found that a little funny. Logically, that doesn't make sense because Oreos are not, not like mixed. light brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're actually separated. No, you have the black, the outside is black, and then you have, they're, yeah, they're very separated. There's nothing mixed about it. Swirl cone? Heard that before. That fits. <laughs> <laughs> um, not laughing at the concept of the joke, laughing at the fact that you said it, and it was a funny way you said it. When I think of Oreo as it relates to race, I think about a white person in between taking a picture in between two black people. <laughs> that's, and that's the classic yes. Oreo. Yes, if okay. rims, if I'm me and another black person are have our arms around rim, that's an Oreo <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what that I'm with is. you. But you know, times change. People yeah. come up with different nicknames. You don't know what these kids are doing on TikTok. It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> after uh, she gets her third date rose, 
they make out in a waterfall kind of lagoon area and it's good it's real good the physical <laughs> the physical chemistry <laughs> holy cow <laughs> wipe off the screen condensation on my screen it was reminiscent of Cassie and Colton at that deserted sandbar, yeah. which was probably the last time we reacted like this to a makeout. <laughs> Holy cow. I didn't get how they were doing it. They were laying on rocks. Her back was just on rocks. My neck was getting stiff just looking at this situation that they were in, and they were making out extensively for, I'd say, an hour. It was good. Now, two things. One, I definitely thought about the logistics of this, obviously. I think it was a man-made lagoon. Presumably, it was smooth on the inside of inner bowl lagoon still hard not not it wasn't sharp i, I guess i'm saying it wasn't it was i don't think it was more comfortable than it agree seemed. to disagree okay. on the smoothness there <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I do think it was man-made but i think there were rocks it was rough man-made was rocks rough. that were up okay. higher than the other parts i think i don't think it was smooth at all well sometimes they be when all your senses are, you know, here. <laughs> I mean, that's a situation the, when the it's touch. that steamy. You power through it. You power through the pain. Oh, they weren't the, even thinking about it. Yeah. They weren't even thinking about it. There was no pain. There was no pain. Only pleasure with these two. Now, can I say this? <laughs> Maybe the pain was pleasure room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's end. Shit was steamy. This is what I was going to say. This is what I was going to say. Okay. This is, this is not a good audio. This is not good audio. This is what I was going to say. A lot of making Ooh. out, but they're not talking. They're not talking, AP. No. They're not progressing. It's just kissing. That's all it is. It's a first date. Remember that. First date. They'll talk on the second date. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that just kept getting... That reminded me of Shane the Dribbling Machine describing a multi-level streetball trick, and he goes, the crowd goes, oh, and then they go, oh, and then they go, oh. <laughs> Ball access and one mixtape tour. Um, for, those, for those of you who are also fans of that. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Back at the house. Tammy is checking on Kelsey. She says, I just want to make sure that you're okay. Big heart. Tammy's got a big heart. 
undeniable. Kelsey is very sad that Peter is dating other people and says, I will never be okay with it as her eyes well up. A little much, would you say? A little much, and I'm glad Tammy kind of checked her on it a little bit. Tammy says, well, yeah, that, I mean, it sucks, but that's what we signed up for. Politely. Politely. Checked her yeah. on it. She's upset that he's on a date with Sydney, Kelsey is, and that Peter doesn't see who Sydney really is. So Tammy's like, you got beef with Sydney? And she's like, no, 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 I like Sydney. She's cool, but she's a <laughs> And then she does some unflattering impression. Yeah. So she doesn't seen, like Sydney. No, what she did, I've never seen anything like that in my life. So two-faced. I've never seen such a switch, a 180. A butt is usually like just a pivot. This was, I like this person, but I hate this person. Yeah. It was very stark. Yep. Group date, daytime. Um, this date is a jungle swimsuit photo shoot for Cosmopolitan. Just a classic get-to-know-you setup where the lead can really get to know these people on a personal level the winner that was a joke the winner <laughs> we're out of laughs the winner chosen by the cosmo editor-in-chief will be on the cover with peter that's pretty exciting that's big they're having some big prizes this this season of bachelor yeah a lot, a lot of big <laughs> you're doing, doing the money, money sign. sign you're doing the money yeah. sign yeah they're, they're <laughs> having some money, big prizes money here finger yeah good once in a lifetime prizes that they're offering here on bachelor all hilariously superficial, but also... Of course. Good. Yes. Undeniably good. Good. Okay. Um, the date itself was fine. Uh, anything Anything stand out to you before we get to uh, the end of this, I suppose? No, all the girls... They, anything about the date? What do you got on this date? All the girls parade out in front of Peter, the hornball, in their bikinis. You know, I was thinking about that while I was watching this. It's horn dog. That's the funny... That's the real phrase. You think we, so? You turn it into horn ball, which has never been said before, but equally <laughs> funny. <laughs> so you can say horn ball, but yeah. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like both phrases. I like horn ball. Okay. Horn ball. Horn ball it is. <laughs> uh, there were a couple, couple group photos that they took where Peter kissed someone uh, that I didn't love. For example, uh, I think it was Victoria F., and Hannah Ann, he kissed them while his arm was around one of his other girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, a little sleazy move by Peter. I don't didn't love that at all. Uh, kind of a weird date in that sense. Devil's advocate. Okay. Uh, be professional. This is a photo shoot, a sexy photo shoot. Sometimes there's going to be cross makeouts. Who knows what's going on in a professional setting? I don't know. It Anything of- goes here, A.B.? <laughs> The girl, goes. those other girls that were part of it didn't want to be a part of that. Had that been me, obviously, I would not have had the gall to even attempt that. <laughs> even a temple kiss, let alone a full on make out while arms arms <laughs> around another girl. I, yeah, no, you know, it kind of goes back to not really thinking about the repercussions of what he says and does. He just lives in the moment. You got to give him that. <laughs> you, got, you almost have to respect it. You, you, just, respect you know, I can kiss them uh, and just do it or I can. I'll worry about I, this later. Yeah, I'll worry about <laughs> I'll worry about the repercussions of what I do later. I'm just going to live for the moment. Well, I wanted to call out two things. One, the first photo pose they showed was Natasha and Lexi. That looked like 
big time modeling situation. Those two great pairing, AB. Agreed. Natasha, black girl, black swimsuit, green uh, fern in her hair. Lexi, the contrast, redhead, blue swimsuit. They both had this look on their face. Let's be honest. These ladies know how to pose. Okay, this is not their first pose. Every single girl on here appears to have some sort of modeling background. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to say that photo, fabulous photo. I imagine it was the, the feature photo in the magazine. Haven't picked it up yet. Number two, Victoria F1. Did you notice anything about Victoria F? No. Ooh. What did you got? What do you got? The lower half of her bikini was enhanced, I'll say. What do you mean enhanced? Photoshopped. Edited. You saying she added had, material. You're saying she to had her a bikini in post. In post. <laughs> yes. It was obvious. If you're looking for it, it was obvious. Do you believe me? Yeah, I believe you. They've done stuff okay. like this before. It's not, not surprising. They doubled. They doubled the size of her bikini. Oh. Some might say rightfully so. Okay. <laughs> Necessarily so. Okay. You know, there's probably some FCC regulation regarding cheeks, and they had to comply. So I don't really blame them. But it was funny because the quality of it was like not much better than like an Instagram video I make with motion tracking, <laughs> where it's like it's kind of jiggling. The bikini was kind of okay. moving. Anyway, anything else on that? No, did you see the outside the yeah, off the yeah, show yeah, stuff we'll about this? We'll <laughs> I was going to get to that too. Yeah, okay. we'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Victoria F1, that's what we'll take away from Victoria now. Victoria F gets a Cosmo cover. Yeah, uh life-changing moment. Mhm. Someone say. Or does she? <laughs> <laughs> Group date nighttime. Victoria F. Peter probably forgot her birthday a couple days ago. Uh, Victoria F is 26, which is depressing. Now, we're old, much older than that. Not that much older. But I remember turning 26 and being like, it's over. So I can understand this sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, they make out. She doesn't really say much. Do you have anything on this, AB? No, I, I don't. He forgot her birthday. That's all there was to it. There's, I like this couple. I think there's something there between these two. I think she's going to make it far. Really do. Absolutely. She seems to not say much in general, just kind of looks at him with the eyes. Here's what she does. She's she acts like she's shy. I don't know. Do you remember when she's her big thing like during because she made the second she almost won the first awesome prize that this show provided uh, yep. with a modeling thing as well. And she was acting like she was all shy. So it's clearly an act. Number one, you she won one of the modeling things. She got second in the in the second one, and she also plays the this shy game. game with Peter, too, to keep him intrigued. It's an interesting game she's playing, and I'm loving seeing it. Uh, it's she's it's working. It's working. I'm willing to... I'm The benefit of the doubt is gone. It is an act at this point. I'm certain of that. Absolutely. But it's working flawlessly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are worse acts to put on. No, I'm Pretending not even, to be I'm shy, not even but saying not actually that, being that shy is, like, not that big a deal. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. It's a good move. No. It's working. Victoria P won. Oh, excuse me. Hannah Ann won on one time. Yeah, okay. excuse you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, you drop out of my power rankings, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> what did you make of the spin she put on not having a one-on-one -on -one date yet? I loved what she said here, Rem. She's instead of the other girls who are all tripping about not getting time with her, don't have having had a one-on-one. -on -one, she just have you ever heard someone better put it? the group date 
uh, mindset or better ha- have a better mindset in regards to group dates. She says, you know, I, it's not something I can't control. I can control. So I'm just going to make the most out of my group date time with you and treat it like a one on one. Wow. 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 I loved it too, AB. Couldn't agree more. She's going to give a, she's the girl that's going to give 100% on every group date. And that's something I love. And get a one-on-one date at the right time, yeah. peaking at the right She's time, the potentially. Right time. Mm-hmm. Surprising level of maturity there. Agreed. Very good. And of course, they make out. Uh, Victoria P, one-on-one time, they make out. Madison, one-on-one time. He says, I love the way you make me feel. Kind of got caught up after love. Like, you might have gone a different direction, mm-hmm. but he said, the way you make me feel. McKenna, back with the group, thinks she could... Excuse me if I'm going fast here, but... You know, it's a long episode. No, you got to go fast. Yeah. Long week. Long week. I feel like, you know, when in college you had a final at night and then a final the next morning. Um, and it's right now it's like two days before that. And I'm already worried about that doesn't make any sense. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we at? McKenna thinks she could fall in love with Peter. That sends Kelsey kind of reeling. Uh, Kelsey just can't get over the fact that other people are even here. It's just appalling to her that these people are here also. What do you make of their one-on-one time, Kelsey and Peter? She tells him she's falling in love with him, Rem. That's the first person to his face that has told him that. Big, big move. What did you make of the delivery and the response? I thought the delivery was fine. And Peter Uh, seemed to take to it. You think it was, what do you think? It was uh, fake? Maybe. It wasn't fake. But it was very matter-of-factly, not excited or giddy, just dead serious, almost like a threat. Like, (laughs) I'm falling in love with you, so if you even entertain these other options for two seconds, there's going to be hell to pay because I'm falling in love. Do you you get it? Like, it was... I'm following you. Yeah, I'm with you. It wasn't a desperate I'm falling in love with you. It wasn't overjoyed I'm falling in love with you. It's, I'm falling in love with you, so so there. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my take. Then they kiss, make out. Peter says he's feeling it. Um, Kelsey, appears to be reciprocation, right? I mean, yeah. he appears to be... He seems to reciprocate it, and Kelsey says she needed that validation from him. Okay. So there we are with Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, I wrote her off. She came storming She's back. Here. And She's now here. she is leading the charge. Tammy back with everyone else, kind of roasting Kelsey's whole attitude about this, the way... Kelsey's been acting since they've been in Costa Rica in general. Tammy's taken like little veiled shots at Kelsey in regards to drinking. Uh, Unnecessary. She's not she's not coming out and saying things, but she's you know, she's making little snide remarks about her drinking and how how she was the other night. And, you know, she may not have called her crazy here, but. Somebody she implied said it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all we know what she's implying. She's you said veiled. They the veil comes off as the episode yeah. goes on until it's just outright. Um Tammy has some one on one time. So she was Tammy made these statements, and then she was kind of reinforced by everybody else. She was like, Yeah, you know, we agree. So she feels the need well, this is, to tell Peter. Yeah, this is the classic situation where the other girls someone comes to them with Something they didn't realize, and then they're like, let's, you need to go tell Peter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because 
if they've watched this show, they know they can get two people out in one swoop <laughs> by pushing this person into telling Peter something. So a great move by the rest of the cast. You really think that's what they were thinking? Yeah, maybe. they gassed her up for no reason. Like, uh. It happens every season. Someone will come with a concern to the group and they're like, yeah, I think Peter needs to know. It's like, no, he doesn't. He, you, he, she didn't need to tell him anything. And she wouldn't have told them any, him anything if it had not been from these other girls. So Tammy goes to Peter and says it's hard to focus on their relationship because she's had to concern herself with others. Reach. That's a huge reach. So (laughs) one night when you were not on a date, had nothing to do with the show, you you kind of helped Kelsey out and talked to her one time. That's that's what she's referring to here. It wasn't time that you'd be with Peter anyway, right? No, you wouldn't have been with Peter. She says Kelsey was having, quote, a mental breakdown when he went on his date from Sydney. Her words. Another reach. Strong words. I mean, Kelsey was handling it ridiculously. Of course. You say mental breakdown, you introduce a whole host of possible reactions that are not worth what you're saying. That's a big claim. And I don't know. It didn't seem like that. She wasn't out of control. Kelsey wasn't out of control how she handled She drank too much. She was just tripping. She, she was drank too much and she was it. tripping. She was drunk and she was crying. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't cry when they're drunk? Sometimes you need it happens. Also, have you seen the show before, Tammy? Yeah, like that's I how just some don't, people react I just on don't this show. She wasn't on a date. She This was her day off and she was emotional. It didn't seem like that big a deal to me. Probably drinking some fine Costa Rican spirits. Yes. Tequila, no perhaps. <laughs> She said, I've seen multiple times where she's been drinking excessively. Now, who cares? Kelsey just told Peter I'm falling. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Kelsey just told off. Peter I'm falling. <laughs> it's her day off, Rim. What okay. she does, what Kelsey does, on uh, Kelsey apologist here, Iowa apologist. I'm sensitive to Iowa right now, in fact. Yeah, I bet you're very right sensitive. Uh, she's, it's her day off. She can do whatever she wants. She can, she can drink as much as she wants. As long as it doesn't impact anything to do with anyone else, I'm cool with it. Peter's concerned. He hasn't really seen that firsthand, so he pulls Kelsey aside to talk. They just had uh, I'm falling in love with you followed by reciprocation. Peter hears this from Tammy, and his reaction, his response is to go to Kelsey, pull her aside, and go like, dang, so I heard you had a mental breakdown. What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) what did you make of this ab how he handled just a bull in a china shop in terms of (laughs) in terms of you know sensitive subjects yeah peter just mulling around here with mental breakdowns hey damn somebody told me you were on some other shit what's going on someone told me you were wiling out going insane in his attempt to show concern and i believe his heart's in the right place of course here you know, in compassion for Kelsey and how she's handling this process, which is undeniably difficult. I mean, this is emotional warfare from the producers on these people. It's a powder keg at all times. Mm-hmm. People are going to handle it poorly. He threw out this phrase that will surely offend her. And simultaneously, he made it clear that one of her housemates said that about her. It was not like, you know, the producers have been in my ear, like worried about you. It was just like somebody said you have you had a mental breakdown. Well, obviously, this is going to create a firestorm in the house and it does not cross his mind. You said it perfectly. But he also isn't like consoling her. He's like, it's going to get worse. So he's almost like (laughs) he's like, why are you acting like this? 
So if she did have a mental breakdown, that isn't how you'd react to someone is telling them it's going to get worse. Yikes. It makes for good television. It's fun to watch The Bull in the China Shop, which is the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelsey, I thought, handled it pretty well with Peter. Frankly, she's like, explain to him I'm having some issues, but it's not what has been characterized. Like, don't worry, I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. So Kelsey heads back to the group and is like, all right, which one of you (laughs) scoundrels said this about me? (laughs) She's pissed, and rightfully so. What did you make of this, AB? She came in hot. And deservedly so. She should have. She said, do we want to talk about who told Peter I'm emotionally unstable? <laughs> emotionally unstable. Game in high. This is a game of telephone, but that's not that far off from what was said no, about it's her. it's not. Um, Tammy, you know, they're all going back and forth. There's no one wants to admit who said what. I found, before you get into what the, the meat of this conversation, I thought it was funny. Natasha... Before they even start in, she's like, hold up, all of us haven't had time here. Are we sure we want to jump into this bullshit like we did last week? <laughs> and then they jumped into the bullshit. <laughs> no yeah, one got they time. Did it anyway. <laughs> they did it anyway. Um, Tammy eventually pipes up and, and mocks Kelsey for how she handled the champagne incident, which we mocked her too. I mean, it deserved mocking, but, <laughs> you know, pick your spots. She also... <laughs> pick your spots. Just to note, Tammy does not come clean... It is no one comes no. clean on who said it. <laughs> no, I'll, she might have been the only one who didn't deny it, though. So it was I mean, it was pretty clear. Of course, we know for well, sure. We know, but yeah. It was clear that Tammy was not on Kelsey's <laughs> side. Tammy and Kelsey. So Tammy's main thing was like she didn't like how Kelsey handles this pressure. And because Tammy handles it differently. They're just not similar people in this respect. Yeah. But it's probably if you're Tammy, it's probably something you should just keep to yourself. You know what I mean? That's not worth telling the lead about. It's not worth starting a fight over. Absolutely. But that's this season. So Peter returns and gives Hannah and the Rose avoiding disaster. It's getting to the point now when Peter reaches for the group date Rose, you just go, oh, Uh-oh. man, <laughs> what's he going to do with this? Um, a safe choice, I thought. It's her first date Rose. Agreed. It is interesting, though, that Kelsey said I'm falling in love with you and didn't get a rose. That's got a sting. What would you make of the date overall, AB, or that rose? It was an interesting rose choice, given that Kelsey had just told him, I'm falling in love with you, and you had just been told that she's a little emotionally unstable. So by not giving her the rose, yeah, it's kind of shaking things up a little bit. If Yeah. Next day, Kelly one-on-one date, daytime. Second time this season, we've had a one-on-one date where there's basically the beginning and an end of a storyline that was not present prior, which is Kelly doesn't know if she's into this. And Peter isn't sure if Kelly likes him anymore. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. I don't know where this came from. Maybe you should stop canceling cocktail hours and then you'll get a sense on who likes you, Peter. Maybe this, all that time you've wasted by canceling stuff uh, is coming back to hurt you. Uh, we're going to list all the funny things he's done so far this season. And then probably at the end of this season, I'm, we should do a power rankings top 20 <laughs> <laughs> funny decisions made by Peter. Anyway, she's not too jazzed about this. She's basically like, ah, well, you know, we'll see how this goes. It'll be cool to go to the waterfall. That's kind of what I'm looking for. She was not too jazzed <laughs> about this. interested day. in this. Yeah. The daytime portion takes place in a hut. 
with uh, some a shaman of some sort, perhaps some sort of spiritual thing going on. Well, this is just your classic bachelor date rim where they do something from a different culture and kind of mock it. And don't don't explain it. They at don't all. Expl- yeah. We get no explanation of what's going on in the lead and the person have no and they don't want to know about it either. So no. it's kind of it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look at this weird thing. It's over mocking here in this other cultures. Hemisphere. They do it all the time. They, <laughs> you know, they, they do this when they like go and eat different foods and they make fun of it. It's like, no, that's just what other cultures do yeah. uh it's not this and wasn't it's, and it's certainly not representative of like the the they rep- masses you know what i no, mean no they represent it as this weird funny thing that they're gonna do this quirky <laughs> thing but it's not funny to the people that they bring in to do it <laughs> um <laughs> they're supposed to the 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 directions are they write down their intentions for one another i believe they have a, a a male candle and a female candle. They burn those, and based on their energies or something, how they melt represents their connection quality. Mm-hmm. You're following it. <laughs> you're spot Am I on. right on that? Yeah, you're spot okay. on. The result was the male candle melted towards the female candle, but the female candle was like, ah, I don't know, just kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. So they, the two people there were able to summarize their entire relationship based on how these two candles melted, which the candles melting is due to several factors, including like wick length and candle (laughs) width and wind direction and weather and things of that nature. But it seemed to fit nicely with the into the puzzle. So what did you make of the daytime? It seemed a little too convenient. Too spot on. <laughs> Too convenient <laughs> yeah. that the candles happen to melt in the way that fit the storyline. <laughs> Interesting. It's quite the quite the coincidence. Yeah. They also do the maze thing, which was kind of cool. Uh, seemed too easy for my liking. The maze was too easy. I didn't really get. I didn't really understand how what was going on. They didn't. I I so, didn't get enough explanation. Peter was leading her through the maze with his voice. She was blindfolded, and he had to tell her. It's like a, it was like an MTV challenge, but it, was it wasn't like a mate. Like there wasn't anything stopping you from. Well, there was rocks set up, <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah, she could have walked right <laughs> to him, but that like would be cheating the system. Walked right through it. Nah, she followed the maze. Okay. She followed the maze. Back at the house, Kelsey and Tammy hashing it out. Okay, really, adults. Kelsey calmly and politely addresses it with tammy she's like let's talk about this what what do you what's your issue with me yeah, what do you do have a problem think with me? of tammy's response in this whole conversation it gets a little heated and it's it's from tammy it starts with the mm-hmm. don't call me honey uh kelsey calls her honey not in a bad way even though sometimes that can be uh, I, I didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like it <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it it gets ratcheted up a little bit with that. Uh, they get into you know you were drinking, Kelsey. There, it just seems like there was. How'd a, you get so drunk, Kelsey? <laughs> it was pretty defensive. Ab. It was defensive, from Tammy. but it, then it gets defensive from both sides. Kelsey and Tammy, I thought, didn't handle this well. They weren't going anywhere here. Uh, Tammy says she was concerned for her well being. Ooh, that that's a lie. The lie detector test. No, you weren't concerned <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, no, that is not the reason you brought it up to Peter. No, at it's all. not why you brought it up to the group, and it's not why you brought it up to Peter. You were not concerned for Kelsey at all. 
let's play let's play out a scenario where you're someone is actually like exhibiting alcoholic tendencies used to happen a lot on the bachelorette with the dudes oh yeah and if you're really concerned about that person's well-being your response should be to discreetly off camera not as a storyline talk to one of the producers yeah, about the it producers. somebody you can handle it's not it, the lead not actually embarrass the person on the national stage i mean <laughs> come on you're yeah. not really concerned no i thought this was very poorly handled by tammy much worse by Tammy than Kelsey. It seemed like she yeah. was trying to convince Kelsey she's an alcoholic. Yeah, Tammy. Which rude and unproductive way to go about Tammy it. Tammy like took a hard turn this episode out of nowhere. I didn't see this coming into yeah. the mean girl of the house for no reason. I don't understand why she did this. It was her own doing. Absolutely. And once she once she got in that lane, she dug her heels in yeah. to her detriment, I think. Kelly went on one date nighttime. Peter's still not confident about where he's at with Kelly. The, the candles freaked him out. I'll be honest. The way the candles <laughs> melted threw this whole thing off. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. He wants someone to want him as badly as he wants them. You follow what I'm saying there? Yeah. Equal partnership. Who doesn't want that, okay. AB? <laughs> he says they've hit a wall, though. There was. A, here's the thing. Th- this was the storyline. And like you said, they didn't provide us with that information. Uh, about her not really liking him but then there were also like after they did the maze she gave him a double jump in your arms leg wrap makeout session so i don't know i didn't catch that i didn't i didn't see i think this was completely made up <laughs> most of this stuff about her not being into him at all we didn't see any of it the last thing we talked about kelsey in depth was kelly. the beard comment Kelly, excuse me, was the beard comment. You can forgive me for making that mix up. Was the beard comment, which we pretended like was a big deal. Wrap the season <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. Kelly confirms they're on the same page. She's like, yep, I'm here long, you know, want to be engaged at the end of this. When we're ready, I hope we can get there. Blah, blah, life partner stuff. And Peter's response is to be is to say, so why they say we're on different levels? The candle. You're talking about the candles, beat. He's just hung- <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have said. I was like, are you talking about the candles, dude? Like, what about, about us? candles? <laughs> the can- Don't let the candles. You're losing the forest for the trees here. Pete. Um, what did you make of Kelly's? It seemed to me like she feels out of place in the house and in the process because she's like a real adult. Pete, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And Peter kind of comes at her for you know she he says she's not ready she flips that into saying i'm not sure if you're ready based on some of your actions actions speak louder than words pete show me that you're ready because some of the stuff you've done makes me think like we're not on the same page and i'm ready for a relationship and you're not turned it yeah. around on him and he had nothing to say <laughs> No, he had absolutely nothing to say because it's fair. It's completely fair. Yes. That's how America thought after last week. Like, this guy is she not says, ready. You say you want someone to marry, and then you seem to be leaning hard into all this drama, which you could have just gotten rid of the drama, and you're continuing to keep that stuff along. So it's made me question, which is completely fair. No person who's at that stage should be putting up with that was the was the line that cut the deepest for me. Mm-hmm. What I took from this is that Kelly is out on Peter. I agree. Out. I agree. Com- completely indifferent to pursuing a relationship with him. 
I don't think she but knows. She's, I, I don't know if she's completely out. I just don't think she is certain that she even likes him yet. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. They've went on. This is their first date. So she's still making up her mind on if she wants to pursue this relationship right now. A little late in the game for that. Sure. Um, absolutely. I, I think I think she probably harshly judged him for his recent decisions. I think she's out, me personally, but she's definitely willing to sneak in a few promises about the future getting better to stick around. Absolutely. That's what I took away. Free travel, international, exotic locations. The days of people leaving on their own because they don't like the person, I think, are gone. Those days are gone. Uh, That happened last season with Sydney and Colton. It takes a special person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. They're going to yeah, be few and thought, far between. It's probably not it's gone, but it's not It's yeah. not going to be common. No. You could have come up with a list of five or six people who you might have expected to leave on their own. If no one left this season with all that's yeah. gone on, I mean, come on. All right. It's been an hour. We need to hurry the F up, AB. Doubts erased. Peter gives her the rose. Kelly's like, all right, you know, fine. Fine. Um, <laughs> As part of his speech, Peter says, I know this can work. I'm not sure how he knows that. The one season he's been on, it very much did not work. It was actually a nightmare, worst case scenario. <laughs> so I don't know what you mean by that. Um, anyway, they make out the make out in the Waterfall Lagoon, moderate. Moderate compared to Sydney. It wasn't Sydney. Minimal, minimal heat yeah. there. Minimal heat. At the house, um, Tammy's talking shit, baby. <laughs> Tammy's talking heavy shit. <laughs> Okay. Outrageous. <laughs> Let me just rattle off all the things she said. Talking about Kelsey. Unbelievable. Emotionally unstable. Most insecure girl I've ever seen in my life. She roasted her for her drinking. Says she's still lucky to be here. Quote, Peter needs to see how crazy this girl is. Emotional wreck. If Peter sees the side of Kelsey, she'll send her ass home way back to wherever the F Iowa is. Okay. If you weren't out on Tammy before, it's time to be out. Remini B. Official statement. We're out. <laughs> official statement. We're out. <laughs> out. Anything else on this? No. I still like her. She's funny, but I'm out. <laughs> I, won't, I won't handle that. Not right now. No, not I with what's handle. going on in Iowa. I won't handle no. the, these these comments. I'm not taking, not it. taking I'm not that. Having, no. I'm not having it. Kelsey, we're at the house. Kelsey goes to talk to Peter. She gets all dolled up. Did she get dolled up? Yeah didn't notice that mm-hmm. i want to talk about this quickly but i feel like it's can't not possible can't. <laughs> okay. the girls she walks out all dolled up the girls are like where's she going you should know where she's going if you see someone yeah. dolled up on a off day she's not going for a walk no. <laughs> yeah. where do you think she's going <laughs> let's go through it kelsey says it was hard for her to respond to the criticisms of her behavior without tell and here's why because she couldn't tell them that she's falling in love with Peter. Yeah. Stretch. Mild stretch. <laughs> okay. She starts crying about Tammy saying she has a drinking problem. And drugs. And, and that Tammy said she was, quote, popping pills. Now, this is the first introduction to the pills, but it's a very serious <laughs> accusation. Yeah. Yeah, it sure it's is. It's a very... I don't want to lie. Wanna, if she we said shouldn't that? be laughing. No. This is Ooh, That's a serious accusation. I didn't know anything about that. There is a literal crisis of pill addiction in this Absolutely. country. And 
we're throwing that around on the bachelor like it's willy-nilly <laughs> crazy crazy this is some crazy season drama <laughs> this is an insane accusation you better have you better have, you better some have proof it, to back this up when you say uh, and when again, you say you're mixing alcohol and pills what pops <laughs> in people's head is serious it's, <laughs> it's serious it's you serious make- and again Again, if you have these concerns about someone, the way to approach them is to not spread the rumor around. Behind <laughs> Whisper behind bag. their back. Maybe bring <laughs> no. it up to a producer or them. Yeah. See what's going on. Peter says, don't worry about it. This is essentially what Peter said. Don't worry about it. Tammy, Tammy's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. He didn't ask like, oh, well, are you drinking too much? Are, are you having problems? He was just like, don't even think about don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. They make out. I thought this was at that t- at that moment a positive interaction for Kelsey. She Absolutely. squashed the concerns about her. She nipped it in the and bud and got extra time in a makeout session. Good, good win win. She she approached it head on before the person could even bring it up to Peter, which was a great yeah. move on her part. Strategy worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. But then, complete backfire. Not complete, but a backfire. Not what you want, Peter who, as we've seen, is not one to let sleeping dogs lie, to say the least, (laughs) goes and gets a rose from his rose quiver and gives it to Kelsey (laughs) for no reason. Kelsey comes in and said, I'm not an alcoholic and I don't pop pills. And then Peter gives her a rose on an off period. I (laughs) I think like we said, when someone introduces pills... It's a serious accusation, and Peter thought the Peter the dummy thought he had to do something serious in response to it. <laughs> so he goes and gets the rose. That's his like. That's his big move to react to her big news. He says, "I don't need a rose ceremony ceremony tonight to know how I feel about you," which is not what rose ceremonies are for. There's a reason leads don't just give roses out just whenever they them, please. You don't. <laughs> Pass him out. Shouldn't have given him that rose to begin with. He could have assured her, you're safe. You know, just whisper in her ear that you're going to get a rose. Yep. It's no big deal. He could have just said she's safe and not had to worry about it. Peter just doesn't think about how his actions are affecting other people and how mm-hmm. they, how, what the situation is for them in the bad uh, the bad situations he's putting them in. What they have to return to after By he does giving, this. For example, earlier in the season when I can't even remember who, and maybe it was Sydney, brought up some drama. And then in front of everyone, he's like, Sydney, tell them what you said. <laughs> it's the same type of situation. Like yep. he actually, I think he was, I think he was pleased with what Kelsey did, but then he almost return makes a return with a punishment a literal scarlet letter yeah had that been me <laughs> in front of everyone yeah kelsey me if i'm kelsey i'm yep. there's no way i'm returning with that rose <laughs> i'm either it. don't take I'm, it <laughs> i take it i'm taking the rose because i want to stick around another day but i'm sliding that in my shirt or in my pants yeah. or i'm just dumping it he's already given me the rose i don't really need that physical rose or I'll just find one back at the house. I, there's no way I'm walking up that hill with that rose to the dogs to, to eat me alive. There's no way. Even Kelsey was looking at this rose like when when he delivered it to her, he did this whole speech and all this stuff. And she was looking at him like, don't 
Don't do give me this. this rose. I don't want that don't rose right now. Don't saddle me with this rose. <laughs> I'm in a bad spot with everybody else, and now I'm going to have to go back there with a rose when I shouldn't have even been I here in the first place. They're going to be mad I even talked to you. I shouldn't have been down here, Pete. <laughs> and then she says to him, but like, what about... You know what about what is everybody going to say? And he goes, "Oh, don't uh, don't even worry about the other girls." Peter's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even guess. I didn't even think about how the house would react to this." <laughs> don't worry about the other girls. It's like, what are you talking about? I have me. I have to spend the time with these girls all night. <laughs> Easy for you to Easy, say. Peter. Yeah, you can just leave any situation that you want. You can leave to your villa. I have to spend all my waking hours with these women. Another choice made by Peter that is destined to upset. All but one of the remaining people. Yep. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And, this, you know, this is when I knew. On top of his apparent lunkheadedness, he's also willing to do whatever the producers suggest. <laughs> At the drop of the hat, he will do it. Hey, man, you should give her a rose right now. That'll be great. She'll love it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Sure. And then he just does it. And then he's like, oh, everybody else. I forgot. <laughs> Anyway, Kelsey returns to the group, rose in hand, a rose she does not want, did not ask for. <laughs> hey, uh, guys. But how do you explain that? Just how to, do you say that when they already don't believe what you say? Like I said, if that was me, I'm going into the rose ceremony with the rose and just hoping people didn't realize that I didn't get that rose in front of everyone. There's no way I'm walking back into that situation and telling no. them I got that rose then. I'm just hoping that it, people don't realize I have the rose. You got to go up in the back door, the side door, door or something. Put it somewhere. Hide the rose. Do something. She was very nervous to deliver that news. I felt bad for Kelsey against all odds. I did Peter too. has made me feel sympathy yeah. for Kelsey. Just a heads up, here. guys. I got a rose. I, I went down to talk to Peter. Uh, I said some stuff about you guys and I hope tonight goes good for the rest of you. <laughs> no way to explain it away. No way. She's... Ugh. So let's go to the cocktail party. The cocktail party is canceled. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. You can't make it up. You can't make this up. Why is this canceled? <laughs> Why? Okay. The dominant storyline this season is that Peter hasn't given everyone a fair chance at connecting with him. There's not enough time. Peter's wasting time. He's just canceling things. That's the dominant storyline. <laughs> The one thing he should not do is cancel a cocktail party at this no. moment. He's canceled group dates. He spent a pool party interrogating character witnesses <laughs> with a focus on one person. He's gone weeks without interacting with some people. He sent people home and then invited them back and then sent them home again. Mm -hmm. And now he's canceled a cocktail party, a crucial cocktail party, for no reason after giving someone... An under-the-table rose. Chris says that Peter did this because he got the clarity he needs. Do you think he just didn't want to face... the? He realized uh, they're going to be mad at me for giving that rose to Kelsey. I don't want to face them. Why? Do, I mean, what's the rationale you think he had? I think he had it in his mind who he wanted to send home. So he just wanted to get it over with. It was, I think it was more of a get it over with. Let's get this over with and move on situation i don't want to have to talk to these people that i know i'm sending home which is fine but that's kind of part of the deal even all the bachelors and bachelorettes know 
have a good sense, you know, going into cocktail hours, probably who they're sending home. But you still need to talk to everyone just to see what's going on. You got to you got to talk to them so you get more time with the other people that you are wanting to keep. His complaint is, seems to be that, you know, things aren't progressing with so-and-so and, you know, people aren't getting any time with him at all, let alone dates, one-on-one dates or anything like that. But in another thing about Pete's decision here, he didn't think about how this would impact Kelsey again. This is the second sh- shot at Kelsey. <laughs> no. Chris is basically like, he got clarity the only thing that's happened that day is kelsey so they know that clarity came from kelsey talking to him it's throwing her completely under the bus once again let's move uh to when the tables turn on tammy fully Mm -hmm. completely first tammy claims she didn't say kelsey was popping pills but others quickly confirm that she did yep so then she backtracks and say i didn't start that i heard it from someone else which does not help her cause spreading rumors. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. I was just spreading an unsubstantiated, very serious something rumor I didn't about pill addiction. <laughs> something I did not check out. Yeah. yeah. So you know, two strikes already. She also said I saw alcoholic tendencies. Um, and basically everyone has turned against Tammy. A unexpected turn of events. Yep. To say everyone. The least. Yeah. All of our favorites against her. I will note. Hannah and Hannah Ann and Maddie excuse themselves from this argument and are just watching it from the balcony. Great move on their part. I have literally on my notes. It should be noted. <laughs> Hannah Ann and Madison yep. are far away. They are far Nothing away. Nothing to do this. with this. They are not interested. No, at all. thank you. No, thank you. This is there's a war going on. And Hannah Ann and Madison are hiding and they're waiting it out. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to go fight for either side. Nope. All right, I already have roses for the rose ceremony. Sydney, one-on-one date. Hannah Ann, group date. Kelly, one-on-one date. Kelsey, one-on-one time. (laughs) (laughs) So four people have roses. There's six roses on the table. Before the the first rose is announced, Tammy interrupts and asks to talk with Peter. I'm going to ask you what you thought about this, but he agreed to talk to Tammy. Which is interesting because if he wanted to talk to about the situation with Tammy, the a way he could have done that was to have a cocktail party. Sure. If you care about what Tammy has to say about this, if you're interested to hear her side. You'd think so. You'd think a cocktail party would serve you well in that instance. <laughs> what did you make of Tammy and then uh, later on McKenna? We don't get much of the Tammy situation. McKenna then cuts in. Unprecedented move. Of a cut-in of a, you know, one-off rose ceremony talk. You know, usually when they're... It's happened before where someone's, you know, right before they give the first rose, it's like, let me talk to you. But then someone to cut in like they're at a cocktail hour? A steal you for a second at a rose ceremony is crazy. I've never never heard that in my life. It's incredible. And a person unrelated to the drama that sparked the initial discussion. It's just people. It's just a cocktail party. We haven't even mentioned McKenna, but this whole episode, she was talking about how important her next one-on-one time with Peter was. No no one really cared, but she was talking about (laughs) how important. At least of all us. We didn't mention it. (laughs) The one thing, if you're McKenna in all these girls... You can't wait. She said she had something very important to talk to with Peter. You should have brought that up. 
in the group date then you don't you can't wait with peter there's like a 75 percent chance he's cutting your cocktail hour so you cannot wait to bring up your big news or your big information with peter you got to tell him when you get the chance she cried talking to peter I'm not buying it, A.B. McKenna was a little theatrical this episode. Well, she's been theatrical the whole... She's She's been a quick to cry. Natasha, back at the rose stand... I think Madison was sitting down at this point. Um, <laughs> Natasha says she could never see Tammy again her whole life, and she won't give a shit. <laughs> Which is a, just... Very not, mean. Who saw that coming with Tammy? We uh, we thought Tammy would be the one we wouldn't hang out with yeah. of all these people. Crazy. Most of them, everyone's just upset because the cocktail party was canceled. They wanted time with him and they're still not getting it while others are getting it just because they want it. The turn for Tammy just is something incredible. Crazy. She went from being the fun loving girl, the funny, you know, cutscenes and all this stuff. One of our favorites. The Alexa type of mm-hmm. of the show, funnier, funnier even. I thought she was the funniest. Is it Alexis or Alexa? It's time. Alexis, right? Alexis. Yes. Oh, sorry, Alexis. Uh, that type of character on the show. To you can't like you can't like her. You got to we got to wipe our hands clean of Tammy because <laughs> <laughs> can can and it's it was all for nothing. That's the thing. Tammy didn't need to do any of this. She really shot herself in the foot here. Gained nothing from it. Gained nothing, lost everything. The Rose order is as follows. Sydney, Hannah Ann, Kelly, and Kelsey, like we said, already have them. Victoria F., Madison, Natasha, Victoria P., McKenna, and Tammy wow. gets the final Rose. Lexi and Sheehan are gone. A.B. Sleeper. Lexi and Sheehan. I was stunned. Who, by all accounts, seem like a normal person. You were stunned? Yes. I thought she, Sheehan and Lexi, I did not see going home here. Really didn't. I don't. Who, but who would have gone home in their place? McKenna and I'll tell you, right? McKenna and Tammy should be going home. Well, yeah, that was easy answer, actually. Very easy to answer. <laughs> easy. I just didn't see this coming with Lexi and him just made out in the convertible. He doesn't value makeouts, I think, the way we do. <laughs> What did Lexi do wrong, though? What did, the, what did I might be? I might. She didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I might be going to bat for her because she, I picked her as my sleeper. But what did she do wrong? No, no, no. Why she didn't deserve Nothing. this? I liked her a lot. And Cheyenne too. toted the rock just last episode for you. Listen, even football aside, which they the both seem like great generational. <laughs> they both seem completely normal and great. These yeah. two, they seem like the whole the entire package. You wonder if McKenna coming up to him and crying made a difference. And if it didn't, then why not just say, McKenna, you're getting a rose. Let's not make this a bigger deal than it needs to be. You know what I mean? All right. Anyway, that's the episode. So Tammy got a rose. Now, one last thing I'll say about this, Tammy getting the final rose. By canceling the cocktail party and Chris saying Peter got the clarity he needed, Peter is saying, I talked with Kelsey. I gave her a rose. I believe Kelsey is tr- being truthful and I disbelieve the accusations being made of her. Don't worry about the other girls. So he's saying, I don't believe the things that Tammy is saying about Kelsey. Well, it's like, once again, this is what Kelly was talking about. You are choosing mm-hmm. to lean into the drama instead of keeping two of the realest girls on the damn show. 
You're keeping Tammy there. She's the source of all your drama. She accused someone of being addicted to pain pills or something this episode. And you kept her. And you kept her. her. (laughs) There was no truth found to her gigantic accusation. Yep. No investigation whatsoever either. (laughs) Just bizarre. You know, I don't like to talk about the, you know, production that much, but I bet they are loving this guy. Oh, yeah. He is terrific for them. Can will do whatever they want, can mold him into these. It's so easy. It's so easy. I'm sure there's no fight being put up. <laughs> anyway, do you want to talk about quickly about the off the screen stuff? Well, first, Cheyenne warns Peter on her way out. Oh, that that's right. People I'm sorry. Are Go here ahead and for say, the, yeah. It's one of the it's I love when people do this. They warn him on the way it's out. My favorite. It's it's fantastic. Just so you know, there are people here for the wrong reasons. And the lead never asks them to provide names. And I love it. You can do that when you're at the Uber. But it still in, in front room, of people. <laughs> he, I, there's no investigation. He's he's out there like, oh, there's nothing I can do. I can't follow up on this. <laughs> What's he going to say? Say names right there. <laughs> no, it's fabulous. There's no better Loved way it. to end a show than someone the lead trusts going like, Hey, I wish the best for you, but watch out. And then they leave. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Love it. It's great. And Peter is obviously not going to handle that well. At no, all. it's going to send him spiraling. Three hour episode. I thought it flew by. Honest to God, I thought it flew by. It was a good episode. It was. I mean, it was, it was hilarious. Another hilarious episode. I wish it, part of me wishes it wasn't like this, but it's good. It, it's fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this is fun to watch. This bungling. Okay, quickly, off-the-screen stuff, A.B., you mentioned both of these kind of mini-controversies. Victoria F. won the competition, the modeling thing with Peter, so she's going to be on the cover of Cosmo, right? Wrong. Wrong. The editor of Cosmo released a statement, official statement. Let's hear it. Regarding the cover. I'm not going to read the statement. I don't have it. I'll just give it a <laughs> bit. They decided not to print that cover because of Victoria F.'s Previously discussed on this show, White Lives Matter modeling controversy. I'm eager to say what Victoria F. says about all this. She has to keep quiet, I think, for now. I'm eager to say see what Victoria says after the season. If they address it on After the Final Rose or Women Tell All, I think she's going really far. So I'm interested to see how this plays out. There are real-life repercussions now. Yeah, it's not an internet. Who would have thought the Mar- that Marlon Lives Matter thing that you yeah. signed up for that got no? It didn't. It didn't blow up. You didn't get any. No. You didn't gain anything from doing that. White Lives mm-hmm. Matter. Eighty bucks photo shoot. Yeah. It's coming back to haunt you. I'm interested to see what she says. That's yeah. just all I'll say. <laughs> all I'll say. But yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, cover Cosmo means something. Cosmo is a good magazine. All right, let's call it spade a spade. That's, that's just the facts. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a fact. Anything else to say on that, AB? No. I'm I'm interested to see it as well. Uh, it, it was... I didn't see this coming, I guess. I didn't I didn't see this yeah. that happening. Uh, but good for Cosmo. Well, it's it's certainly a softball they can knock out of the park, Absolutely. obviously. But yeah. you really don't... You really don't expect these personal life rumors to have these actual ramifications yeah. all the time. But when they have to do with race and such... <laughs> Come back to bite you. Yeah. You know, do the, Absolutely. We've seen it before. All right. Next one. Regarding Sydney, 
I have an official statement on this, AP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. Regarding Sydney's story about not going to homecoming or prom, being bullied in high school, a classmate of hers posted photos of their yearbook. Okay. Photos of Sydney in homecoming or prom, courts, whatever, courts. Mm-hmm appeared in to be in those photos to be a popular or at least relevant person at her high school, which also you'll remember is Hannah Brown's high school. People forget the implication being that Sydney lied about her high school experience and even opening the door to lying about maybe the things she experienced as a mixed race person at that school. I will say this. Number one, I don't know how these people in their early 20s or 30s think you can get away with mischaracterizing something from high school. It is too recent. In this era, everything is documented on phones and the internet and social media. Someone is going to come public if you're lying about something. There's just It's all documented. We don't, thankfully, we don't really have that as much, right? Yeah. So I, did, I just as a bl- blanket statement, I don't know how you can get away with that. I, I agree. I, I don't know. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because I don't I think you can still have a hard time, you know, fitting in. Because of your race and also being popular, I don't think those two things can't I don't I, nothing proved to me that what she said was completely made up, you know, maybe in her mind. You know, she had I don't know, it's it's hard to. I, I don't want to question what she said because she it seemed genuine and I could see that being a tough situation and she could still be, you know, a popular kid at the school. I, I don't think those two things are. They're not completely contradictory. Exactly. I'm with you 100% on that. Now, I don't I don't know if I buy that she was eating in the bathroom every day. She said and literally she said every literally day every day my senior eating, year. That's hard to like, believe. That's something out of a TV show. Number one. And yeah. uh, if you're people have to vote for you for homecoming court, you know, so yeah. <laughs> you had some people that were on your side. I'm with you on on that. It, w- this information does not invalidate all her claims completely. Yeah. Secondly, just in general, I don't take we recap The Bachelor. We pay attention to a lot of stuff more than most people. Most of our listeners, super fans of The Bachelor, probably consume information like this all the time. I personally do not take pleasure in something like this or coming mm-hmm. out and saying Sydney is a liar because of this. Yeah. Just because, you know, she was on homecoming court, like we said, doesn't invalidate all her claims. It feels dirty to me to dig into someone's, you know, real life and traffic in. He said, she said about people talking about high school. Exp- it's exhausting having to keep track of high school experiences of a dozen 20 somethings on the bachelor. (laughs) It's just hard. It's just hard. And I don't want to go, I don't need to see every yearbook. I don't want to see every yearbook. Maybe Sydney lied, but I'm not willing to say that one way or the other. We don't have enough information. It's just like, but, uh, but what happens on the internet is this comes out. Exactly. I almost don't want it. Like people send this a bunch of times and well, here's such a big thing that we almost had to talk about it, but I don't want to, 
it was just, a big thing know, but then dirty. if you also look into it a little further like the person that posted that said she didn't know sydney so i mean yeah the, it is yeah it's she a had the questionable yeah. she had the yearbook their yearbook pictures but it still doesn't invalidate what she said and i think people jumped a little bit to sydney as a liar and this was completely made up for a, a sob story. It might not be. We just don't have the information. Um, it, it reminded me a little bit of Victoria F. We didn't talk about it. Maybe we did. Victoria F. Made a big deal about not wanting to skydive. And there was a photo of an Instagram like skydiving. five years ago. Yeah. Skydiving. You go, ha ha, you said you were scared. It doesn't mean she's not scared of skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> just because she did it once. There's a lot of there's things I've done that I don't want to do again. So it's, you know, I don't know. The, so we acknowledge that that exists. I don't think we hate Sydney now or think Sydney is a liar for being on homecoming court. She may have embellished. Who knows? They all do. Put it that way. Mailbag. Anything else on that, AB? No. Is the mixed person on the show? Mailbag. Nope. 773 I stand with Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Sydney. Okay. All okay. right. That's fine. Mailbag seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Last week's question was, "What do you think of the season and Peter as a lead?" I think that was a question. I have no clue. Something to that effect. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna split this in two. We got another episode on Wednesday. I'm gonna read a couple now and then a couple on Wednesday, because that's not enough time for you to come up with a new question and get responses. It's just this is a two part mailbag. So I'll read a couple now. Keep it short. Read a couple Wednesday. I'll give you the mailbag question of the week because I got one. Do you want it now? Do you want it next week or next? What did episode I just say? Then? What did I just say, B? We don't want. It's not. I don't want it now. I want it Wednesday. Tell me what it is. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> no, go ahead. What is it? No, what is fine. it? I don't want it? you to bleep it out. Well, I might cut it. Just tell me what it is. If it's good, I'll leave it. The, in. the Bachelor question of the week this week is: How much Bachelor is too much Bachelor in a week? Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Is it, do you want two hours? Couldn't you deal with four uh, more? Do you just want it cut down to a one hour deal? I want to know how much is too much for you. Carrie from Maryland. I'm watching this season for several reasons. One, I'm on a streak and I haven't missed one since Deanna. Two, got to get to know the people from Paradise. Three, need to know the next Bachelorette. Don't have to like her, just need to know her. Peter is so disappointing. Whereas <laughs> Hannah took control, calling the shots, Peter is spineless. Wow. Probably a producer's dream, a puppet. Thank you, Carrie. You gotta continue your streaks. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing Duolingo lately. Nothing worse than when a streak breaks. Talk about it later. Ari from Portland, Oregon. I am not enjoying this season. Will that make me stop watching? Not unless I lose access to the internet and wine. Peter is not handling things well, and none of the women getting screen time make me want to watch or root for them. We need more comic relief in the middle part of the season. This is when we fall in love with the Paradise contestants. Thank you, Ari. Allie from North Carolina. I'm very much enjoying the season, but because it's a dumpster fire. I'm finding it hard to connect with any, any of the women. This was a common refrain. Yeah. But Peter's inability to handle any situation well, coupled with how much fun he seems to be having when things are going smoothly, is extremely entertaining. And I love that we haven't spent too much time on any one conflict, probably because more seem to pop up every day. The Chase Rice, Victoria thing, for example, ancient history. Again, there's just yeah. too many crazy things happening. Aaron in South Milwaukee 
Regarding this season, I'm very much enjoying it because it's an unmitigated disaster. I don't know the last time I look forward to each week's episode this much, I and I've been watching since season two. Pilot P is doing a terrible job as Bachelor, and it's amazing to watch. Hallie in Italy. I can't watch this season because I moved to Italy, which is why I started listening to Rosecast. It sounds like it, this may be the best season in Bachelor history, and I wish I could watch it. <laughs> I love when the lead is a total disaster and dig themselves into a hole. So much fun to watch this already unrealistic drama spiral out of control. I always tell people you can't watch for love, only for comedic value. Uh, we watch for love sometimes, Sally, though that's not happening this season. All right, uh, we'll do more next week. How about that, AB? The mailbag is On 773. Wednesday, or Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, 773-234-7794. Okay. Batch bracket. Quick update. I have 119 points. I am 465 out of 1456. 14 people are tied for first with 174 points. AB, what do you got? Just a second. Can I say while I'm looking this up, we're frenemies? What about uh, it? I was going there next. I, I'm one of the worst frenemies players of all time. It's unbelievable. One of nine every so, week. I get. One of nine. <laughs> I mean, uh, one of nine. Damn. I'm usually three of nine. I've never been I above th- four. I've really gotten a couple threes. Never been above four. It's usually three or four of nine. I don't know how never I Never been it. above four. Never. Never. Well, while you're looking up your batch bracket picks, another person won 150 bucks. That's a listener this wow. week. Wow. Okay. Um, shout out also to Mary S., she won five bucks. Big fan. Thanks for listening. Congrats. Mary S. Keep playing Frenemies. Tag, the, tag us. Take tag them for them. all their money. I mean, we're taking them for all they're worth right now. I mean, Rose Cast Nation is going to bankrupt Frenemies. It's a real situation. But <laughs> keep playing. Keep playing. Um, AB, what do you got? I am at a score of 116. I'm number 502. All right. We're basically tied. Yep. Um, Thanks to everyone who's playing Batch Bracket and Frenemies. AB, you know what time it is? Power rankings. Power rankings, of course. Do you have them? I sure do, Rim. We'll let you go first if you're prepared. Number four. Victoria F. A little drop from last week. I think she was three on my list yep, last week. Yep. A little drop. That's fine. You're going to see some familiar names from my previous power rankings, Rim, okay? I have it all documented. Number three, Kelsey. Number two, up. they flipped. They topsy turvy. Top, they flipped. Yeah, I think he's. Okay. I think there's something, you know, going through a situation together. Bonds you, you know. They're close, and they're close. they're close. They went through a situation. She was accused of being addicted to pills. Okay, <laughs> and he helped her through that. That's something. Number two. That's one way to say what happened. But yeah. <laughs> That's just my synopsis of what happened. <laughs> Too long, didn't, don't read. She, For the record, we're not making light of pill addiction. It's no, just funny how weird that was when it cropped up. Out of nowhere. The severity of that accusation was swept under the rug. Out of nowhere. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere. Go ahead. Number two. No change in my top two, Rim. Hannah Ann and Maddie. Number okay. one, Maddie. No change. Those two are staying away from this drama, and I love it. It's making them. It's making me put them even farther ahead than the than the other girls. I get that logic with Madison, but Hannah Ann. There have been six one-on-one dates, and she hasn't had one yet. She got a group date, Rose. Though. Did you hear what I just said about the one-on-one <laughs> yes, dates? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay. 
And then Madison, number one. Yeah, Madison's number one. Here are my power rankings. They're good. Making her debut in the top four, Sydney. Wow. Yeah. Number three, Kelsey. Back from the dead. Again, second time. Return of the Mac. Number two, Victoria F. Same as last week. And Madison, number one, same as last week. No Hannah Ann again. No. No Kelly. Um, Alea was at number four for me last week. She is no longer in the power <laughs> rankings. And Victoria P was number five. Don't and count Alea is... out quite yet, Rim. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, who might have who might have contest that claim? Uh, okay, AB quickly. Bachelor headline of the week. This is winding down this portion of the episode. We actually you, we show. actually already touched on it. It was the cosmopolitan thing. I didn't say know the headline. You... Say the headline. Uh, it's the headline. It's not the article of the week. It's the headline of the week. Hold up. Bachelor headline of the week rim. We touched on it. It's why we're not publishing the Cosmo Bachelor cover. It's a letter from the editor from Jessica Pels at Cosmopolitan. Not worth the wait. Okay. Thanks for that, AB. (laughs) (laughs) That headline had no juice. It was very formal. It was a press release. Yeah, It's a press release. If I'd have known it would have been that, I would have let you go get your phone to get the headline. But (laughs) thanks for doing it anyway. Um, AB, a couple things. One, last week we ended with a bit about... We're not going to do oh, two episodes this, is- this week until the the reviews get to 900 because we're at 830 something. People don't review on Apple Podcasts. It's a pain in the ass. Not everybody knows how to do it. I thought, okay, hopefully we can get to 900 and then we'll do it. That's We're going to do it anyway, even if we didn't. That was the whole point of the bit. It was funny. Yeah, very funny. Rosecast Nation absolutely obliterated that and we are now at 993. Wow. Very quickly eclipsed 900 after last week's episode. So just need a couple more. Maybe we'll do both up. No, we're doing them anyway. So thank you for everyone <laughs> who left you. a review. It was very nice and kind of everyone who left a nice review. Shout out to the people who didn't. <laughs> I love reading those things, Rim. They're fun. It's fun Except to read. the one that called us middle-aged. <sighs> that, we made a joke about that on our social media. It's tough you want to talk about a backhanded compliment yeah. ultimate <laughs> ultimate backhanded compliment i i'm not you said it stung a little bit or whatever i was reeling for hours <laughs> just pacing like damn damn <laughs> damn that's what they think damn. about us i thought i had my whole life ahead of me turns out i don't i only have half of it <laughs> my life is half over i'm it was i mean that was heartbreaking that was absolutely heartbreaking to read. Yep. but that person saw that we posted on Instagram and DM'd us and was very nice. It was oh well, thanks. she meant well. She meant well. Okay, I'll put it that okay. way. But it was very funny to be called middle aged the first time in my life. So we appreciate it. Very nice. Um we will we will deploy Bat or Rose Cast Nation on another rating platform st- soon. So stay tuned. A B do you have anything else before we wrap up? Yeah I do. I got a special promotion, Rim, for Rose Cast Nation. You wanna hear it? i I would love to hear it. As you know it's Black History Month. Of course. But almost as important, it's Refer a Friend Month, Rim. Okay? Oh, I love Refer a Friend this Month. This is where you love the Rosecast and you tell a friend about the Rosecast. They tell a friend about the Rosecast and we grow. Yeah, that's how it works. That's the best way to grow. You want to know a little secret? Apple Podcast reviews, inconsequential completely. <laughs> 
<laughs> thanks for doing. Thanks for doing them. Really long term, don't matter. Refer a friend month though. That's a, refer a friend. You want to talk about that helping? Moves the needle. You want to talk that about helping a couple old guys? That Middle moves age the guys? Before we die, we could die at any moment. <laughs> any moment. From you want to talk age. about helping us? That would be great. Five hours this week. We'd really appreciate it. Our hard time. We would love you to refer a friend. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Did I forget anything? Nope. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for caring. Have a heavenly day because we're going to see you again in 48 hours. Real soon. Talk to you in 48 hours. Thanks for listening. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.